What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kiss My Angelus podcast. I am back earlier than expected um, because I got a little frustrated on Facebook and I thought I would just pop on the mic and um, try to spit my thoughts out here. So I've noticed this kind of weird thing that comes up um, literally anytime women's issues are, are brought into conversation with men. I noticed that, A, it almost becomes like a, I'm telling you something about a woman's experience and you're telling me that it's not happening or that it's not how like I I think it is or my favorite, which is anything that starts with, well, men also, or... If women get to, then men, whatever. So I just, this frustrates me so much because I already know from your answer that you weren't even listening (laughs) to what I was saying. And it just bothers me because it's like, it's like when you're trying to express something that's happening to a friend or anybody or posting something on Facebook or whatever, it's like, it's just responding in a way that is only to poke holes in what you just said. And I don't know if that makes sense to guys, but I think for the women listening, it's something that you're like, yeah, like it happens all the time. And it's like, wait, I didn't come here really for a debate. I came here to tell you that this is happening and it really fucking sucks. And, you know, maybe it's the whole finding a solution thing that, you know, whatever society tells us that guys have, but it's like the shittiest way you can respond. And I feel like that is how most guys respond to anything regarding women's issues. Like it it becomes this game of like, wait, I don't think I agree with that because that's for women and I'm a man. So I have to find a way to remedy or balance this situation. Well, if you get to do X, then I get to do Y. And it becomes this thing where whatever it was we were even talking about is just like muddled up because now we're busy worrying about how to fucking balance it with your ego and your you know, need for equality all of a sudden, to be honest, right? Like that's the only time I've ever fucking heard a guy talk about equality is when they're telling me what needs to happen for them in order for women to be granted the equality that we seek. Well, again, well, if women get X, men get Y. And obviously, I'm not, you know, there are exceptions and there are people and men and women who are sexist and men who are, you know, way more understanding of women's issues. I actually met a really amazing student at Icon today who, you know, was telling me about some feminist courses he took in his studies and some authors that I didn't know about that he was recommending. It was a great conversation. So obviously I'm not saying that nobody gets this, but I feel like I come across that a lot. 
And let me know if you agree or disagree, but I feel like I come across that a lot, even in my personal relationships where it's like, I can't even express a thing if it if there isn't a, it's like you could almost see the wheels turning of like what you're going to say that I have to somehow now remedy what men feel is in unequal before I can even justify speaking. And I just can't fucking take it anymore. So basically today on Facebook, after all of this news about defunding Planned Parenthood and all of this stuff, um, you know, I got to thinking that like, I don't know if I've ever seen a like female politician who is like crazy advocating for defunding Planned Parenthood or, um, you know, completely ridding the world of abortion. And and, let, and again, I, I could be wrong, but it seems to me that anytime this stuff comes up, it's a man. It's like Paul Ryan or, or whatever. And it's it's whoever drafting these like bills that they are drafting, right? Or whatever they're fucking assistance and assistance assistants are drafting legislation against a body part that they don't even have. And that's fucking crazy because it's not just a fucking extra fucking, you know, spleen. It is the womb. It is the womb, you know, and I don't care what your religious beliefs are, but I don't think it's crazy to be absolutely blood boiling mad when somebody who clearly does not have the respect for that part of a woman's body and that part of life that they are trying to impose laws against it. You know, so they're drafting laws restricting parts of women's bodies, just women's bodies, which again, a lot of times this stuff comes up and it's like, well, men, X, well, you know what I mean? And it's like, no, 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 no. You don't have this body part and it's not a body part that's any body part. It is, you know, the most sacred body part because it is needed for life. And again, I, I don't care what your re- religious beliefs beliefs are. There is a sacredness in the womb and there's something wrong with trying to legislate it as a group of men. I mean, it's just pictures of groups of men. And I know that there are these crazy, like, you know, super conservative, like women, like I know that. I'm saying, give me a respectable politician that is female that is pushing this, that is drafting bills like this. Again, I might be wrong. Maybe there does exist one. But anytime it comes up, it's always some fucking asshole dude who's proposing it. And it makes me fucking crazy. And the thing that makes me more pissed off is the reactions and the responses from guys I know in real life that, you know, I don't, I guess like mirror the ignorance that could lead, you know, if you follow the ripple that could lead to somebody like a male politician who's trying to like cut abortion rights or cut reproductive rights or defund defund Planned Parenthood. It's, it seems like the same mentality where I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, I don't claim to know what it's like to be a man, but 
this world still functions in a way that tries to accommodate a, a, the pursuit of happiness for men. You know, if, for, if it works for anybody, it works for men because it was created by men, you know? So it's not even like a negative thing in the way I'm saying it. Well, you know, we could differ on that. But what I'm saying is this world wasn't built to accommodate women So we're trying to accommodate women. So when guys from, you know, from the government down push back just for the sake of pushing back, that is what makes it so infuriating. It's like, okay, uh, the Facebook post. The post was no uterus, no opinion, which is a common... uh, you know, commonly quoted line from Friends, by the way. It's on Netflix. And, you know, it's kind of picked up from there because of, you know, the this new wave of um, activism and, and all that good stuff. And like a couple guys I know quickly came in with the, if it's my kid, I have a say. Okay, so automatically, right, we're assuming that we're talking about their woman, right? Their whoever. So not even on a humanity level, right? Immediately the reaction is personal because I can't say anything that's pro-woman without somebody making it seem anti-man. You know, I can't say, hey, you don't have, you know, and of course, like to minimize it in such a way, you know, I don't know. It's like it's like people are responding to Rachel from friends and they're not willing to actually dialogue about what the fuck we're actually talking about, you know? So it's like the reactions were about no uterus, no opinion and not about, oh, did you fucking read the news today? Do you know what I mean? Like that's what makes me fucking crazy about Facebook and social media and shit. Like, do you understand that what I'm saying is that the people who are making these massive decisions that are going to affect every woman on this planet, you know? And that, you know, that, by the way, it already affects every woman on this planet. So we're just digging a deeper hole, you know, and we're at the bottom of that hole and we're trying to climb out and you're basically kicking our little fingers in. It's just, you know, I'm unable to explain it because it kills me that I even have to explain it. And... I think that that's the biggest thing that's lacking is like, why can't it be enough for you for the person whom this affects is telling you that this is hurting me? You know, it it, it isn't, <laughs> this is the perfect analogy. There is this fucking amazing Syrian show that we all used to watch when we were a bit younger. And I still watch on YouTube, by the way. And this guy, there is a saying in Arabic, which I'll try to translate to, you're like the guy who sees a guy drowning and says, hey, be careful. The water is really salty. It's like focusing on the thing that like, I'm drowning here. Do you understand that? Do you understand that this is painful for people that don't look like you or weren't born with the privilege that you have just by not 
bearing, you know, the incredible responsibility and pressure and stress and turmoil that comes with having a uterus. I mean, that there's no other simple way to put it. I mean, if you're talking about menstruating every month, if you're talking about fluctuations in hormones every month, if you're talking about abortion, if you're talking about miscarriage, if you're talking about labor, if you're talking about childcare, nursing, postpartum, trying to keep your job. I mean, it's like, and again, I already can feel the energy of like the response to that being, well, guys also have to deal with X. And I want you to be honest with yourself if you're a guy. I mean, if that is the the thought that is formulating in your mind, then you've already stopped listening. Do you get what I'm saying? You've already stopped listening because it's not about you. And it does not devalue or void out whatever problems plague men. And there are tons of them. And it's like, it seems like, you know, maybe for my own life experience, I'm not trying to generalize, but it seems like women get that more than men. Like we get that, you know? So when you say, oh, well, men also, it's like, yeah, I do, I get that. And that's true. And it sucks that guys don't get to show emotion in it. It sucks that the justice system, um, you know, is skewed in favor of women in a lot of ways. You know, but that is a flaw of the justice system, for example. It isn't the fault of women, you know? Just like with feminism in a lot of ways, right? It's not men's fault, right? I mean, and please, nobody more than men says that, right? It's not men's fault. It's not our fault. It's not this. It's not that, right? But, you know, at what point would you start to assume a little responsibility if you have done no part in educating yourself on women's liberation and women's history and, you know, the the actual current climate of childcare, of maternity leave, of equal wages outside of Facebook. You know what I mean? How much have you done? So at what point do you have some responsibility? I mean, at what point? Because I think that it gets exhausting to try to balance being a woman with understanding what it means to be a woman, with trying to connect with men, with trying to get men to understand what it feels like to be a woman. It's just, oh, oh, and and trying to find a place to live in an estate and in a town that supports your right to your own body. You know, it's just so mind-boggling that it still becomes this game of cat and mouse and this game of winner and loser when we are all the losers. Do you know what I'm saying? There is no way that all women are going to suffer and that's not going to in turn make men suffer. There's no way. We are in this together. This is one planet, one human race and whatever. It could get cliche from there, but that's so naive. So the response basically to this post was that if men don't have a say in what happens Right against so they're minimizing in terms of like, if I don't have a say, then you shouldn't have a say on whether or not I pay child support. I, re- I want you guys to really think about that for a second because maybe for a second you're like, hey, you know, that kind of makes sense. Okay. 
Now we're going to rewind, okay? We're going to take a hypothetical couple in which this might be the case, right? So it would have to be in that, you know, maybe they're not together because clearly she doesn't want to have a kid and he does, right? Because the argument is that I should have a say if that's my kid in your stomach. So you have to follow that path, okay? She's saying no and he's saying, I want to have the kid. What happens now? What happens now? The only two options, right, are have the kid or don't have the kid. So they're still, it's unchangeable, right? He wants the kid, she doesn't want the kid. In the end, who biologically has to decide to have that child? Are you going to tie this woman up and force feed her and then cut her stomach open and take your kid? Like, those are the things that make me fucking insane. It makes me insane. It has to be the choice of the woman because like the other things that are shoved down our throat of being biology and women are the weaker sex and women are this and everything is biology until it comes to the part of biology we're actually trying to protect, then it's equal. Then it's equal rights. Then it's what about the guy? Then it should be equal. Like it makes me fucking insane. And I'm not saying that I don't believe a guy should have a say in the relationship. But I'm also not naive enough to think that I can make a blanket statement about what your relationship should be like and you know what should happen. And the only across the board thing is that this life, right, cannot become a life unless the woman is alive and well and taking care of it and growing it in her body and delivering it from her body and feeding it from her body. So that's kind of a line we can draw across, right? I mean, in the end, if you, in general, to come at that kind of status and basically a commentary on the reproductive rights that are being stripped from women who, by the way, you're not in a fucking relationship with, okay? Not every woman is carrying your seed. So that's the other thing. It's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can figure your shit out. And yeah, you know, you might want to keep this pregnancy that your baby mama doesn't want to keep. But you can't keep it because it's not a kid yet. You can't just rip it from her body and just be like, this is my fucking kid. So that's just nature, man. That's just biology. So those are the kind of things that make me insane. Because it's like, if you follow that reasoning down and you end up at a stalemate, then what? Then what? Do you think that in any realm of reality, you're going to force somebody to have a child? I mean, it's crazy. Of course, you can manipulate somebody into keeping a pregnancy or whatever if you want to go that route right? But it's just crazy to think that we are building our our values and our understanding on such shitty fucking logic, such shitty logic. I don't know. it, It bums me out. It bums me out that, you know, that, that it's almost just negates and devalues and, you know, disrespects pregnancy and delivery 
and breastfeeding and motherhood. It, I think it just bums me out. Not so much what your opinion is on the matter, because I think in the end, we all agree that it is a personal decision between you and your family. <coughs> and if you're in this weird situation where, you know, you're not getting the respect or the, you know, the respect really that you deserve to have your opinion heard, then I don't know what to tell you about that. But all I can say is that we can't form laws based on these fucked up hypotheticals, okay? Because there is real data and the real data tells the story, you know, which is basically that we all need access to proper healthcare. I think we know that, right? And that getting rid of things like sexual education and access to contraceptives and STD testing and things that are readily available to people who would not be able to seek them out is crucial for our entire society. It is crucial for everybody. It is crucial to bring down unplanned pregnancy. It is crucial to, you know, make sure that people who are raped are not stuck in not just their own turmoil, but but laws and red tape. You know what I mean? Jesus. It's just, it kills me how selfish people can be in terms of like only thinking about themselves. I mean, I'm not, I don't need to go to Planned Parenthood. I have health insurance through my employer. I can go to my, you know, healthcare facility. I could see my primary care physician. I could get everything done. And, you know, it's covered. But it's like, not everybody is there. And to think that it won't affect you if you take things away from people that they need just because you don't need it is stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid for you to think that it's not going to affect you. And I think that for some guys, and this is just being real, maybe not enough shit has been inaccessible to you or maybe you haven't had to be in a situation like that or maybe which statistically, you know, you aren't at the other end of sexual assault or harassment or whatever that it doesn't feel like you're being thrown out into the wilderness by your own fucking people. Maybe you don't know what that feels like. So having a kind of opinion and a strong opinion or an opinion that you're comfortable just blabbering out about it when it doesn't affect you, yet you're still trying to get your peace out of it. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I mean, I really hope that everybody is able to have kids when they want to have kids and not have kids if they don't want to have kids or if they're not ready. And I think it's important that we don't just brush it off as a difference of opinion because it is not a difference of opinion, okay? Because it is, it is taking things away from people based on individual ideologies and like shithead opinions, honestly. It's ridiculous. And so much has already been taken away from women, or I guess I should say never given to women, but slowly been given 
back? I don't know. Could you say back? They never had it. So given to women, I don't know. That it's painful to see people my age, younger, like still trapped in this like regurgitated propaganda because those aren't even your arguments. And that pisses me the fuck off too, because those are not your arguments. You heard some other fucking podcaster say that shit. You know, you heard somebody on the internet say that shit and it sounded flashy and it was just like easy. That's why it's so easy to regurgitate to somebody. Oh, you don't want to give me a choice if you keep a pregnancy? I shouldn't have to pay child support. I mean, how many times have we heard that shit? It's ridiculous. What are you even talking about? Are you talking about the way the justice system awards custody and grants alimony and child support and all that shit? What the fuck does that have to do with me having the right to my own body? I mean, can you not see it's different? Can we not see I'm not your wife or your ex-wife or you know what I mean? Get it out of your own world and understand that it is important to listen to people just to listen to them and to hear what they're saying and to absorb it and to ask yourself how you feel about it and and dig into that a little deeper. Why do you agree? Why do you disagree? Don't just knee-jerk respond to shit just because it sounds good or because you, you know, haven't had the uncomfortable the uncomfortable feeling of needing to dig inside yourself to find answers. And for women, it is necessary. We have to do that every day because every day you try to figure out who the fuck you are in this world that wants you to be a certain way or wants to value you for being a certain way. And I could already hear it. Guys are also, I know, I know that. But listen, listen to me. It is crazy to think, knowing our very recent history, that there isn't some undoing we all need to do mentally in how we think about women. If you think about abortion as a man and you think about yourself, that is a problem because it's not about you. It's never going to be you in that clinic, in that chair in that fucking surgery room. It's never going to be you. So you need to have the humbleness and the compassion to listen to what is happening to women right now, right now, by largely men in government, okay? So if you don't see where you have a responsibility in this, then help me try to differentiate between the men of the past in history and the men now. Help me differentiate. Help me find hope in the men now by being one of those men that can listen, that can say, I don't know what that's like. I mean, shit, I would love to hear that. To say, you know what? I have no fucking clue what that would feel like or what that must be like. Because that's it. That's all we need is to understand each other. And I think we'll all find that our turmoil and our suffering is the same. It's the same. So it's not about who's suffering more or who's suffering less, but the ability to listen to somebody who is coming to you and hurting. That's it. And 
I know this was kind of jumbled in a ramble, but I hope it at least expresses like how much this kills me. It kills me because, you know, it's worse for me when I hear these opinions from people whose faces I've seen in real life than, you know, when I see pictures of these fucking politicians on the internet. It's different for me because I can find hope amidst the chaos that's in government. I can find hope. But something about somebody you know, who knows you, who says stuff that they don't even realize hurts you. They don't even realize that because they're arguing some sort of, you know, tit for tat argument. And I'm on the other side like, this will affect me. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm saying like the global me, like women. You were talking to a woman. So what are you saying? What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, even when people were like, don't worry, nothing's really going to change when Trump is in charge. What are you talking about? I mean, they can't wait. They can't wait. And women's healthcare rights are first on the chopping block. And I guess if you don't give a shit, then you don't give a shit and you probably aren't listening to this. But if you are, and if you're a guy, I just, I challenge you to listen without immediately coming up with a, a, you know, a a response, a freaking, well, not, you know, well, what if, and what, uh, just stop, just stop and listen. Just try to like meditate on it for a second about what it would be like. I mean, you know, what's crazy to me is like, I listen to Joe Rogan. I mean, not religiously, but I definitely listen to him. And there are moments, you know, with with Joe Rogan says some stuff that I really disagree with, but he has his opinion. I still listen to him because I think he's intelligent and whatever. And even though he's definitely had these strong opinions specifically about like divorce, for example, that women usually get, you know, alimony and some women get alimony for life and that's kind of crazy, whatever, whatever. I mean, there was a point that he was like, oh no, but I, I mean, I would, I would hate to be a woman. I mean, I, I get that. Like it, it would be, you know what I mean? Like for a second, he really like leveled and was like, no, but for real, like I get it. It's really hard to be a woman. And I would not, if I had the choice, I would never, you know? So it's like this weird juxtaposition of like, why can't you follow that train down? You know, would you want to wake up tomorrow as a woman? I mean, all of all of these guys that have these like quick comebacks and whatever and whatever. And oh yeah, for sure. For, I can get off on tickets and get free drinks at the bar. Like, okay, r- really? Would you? I mean, would you want to? Because I'm telling you, going out by yourself at night ain't so easy. You know, going anywhere by yourself ain't so easy, ain't so comfortable. Things like this where it's like, hey, not only do you have to fit into all these other gender norms of like not being a slut and not losing your virginity until a certain time or whatever? It's like, not only that, but if you were to slip up, right? Which clearly historically happens a lot. I mean, it's like the whole world is against you. The whole world, because nobody will save your ass. And I'm, I'm telling you like, this is the reality for a lot of girls. This is why back alley abortions exist. This is why people are buying pills on the internet because there is so much at stake for them and not even this government entity 
I mean, they're even acting like they're God looking down on you and shaming you. It's crazy. I mean, it's unexplainable. It really is. And know that that doesn't take away from all of the, you know, complex and chaotic experiences that come with being a man. And that doesn't mean that I understand what being a man is like and you don't understand shit and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't mean that. But it means that if we're going to be honest, then let's be honest. Let's be honest about the history of our civilization. Let's be honest and tell ourselves that, you know, maybe for eons, the way we've thought about women is changing and that it takes a conscious effort to shift the way you change about women. And it takes a conscious effort to dig into your arguments and your thoughts and your why you value this and why you value that and why you think this and why you think that and put yourself in the other person's shoes. And, you know, maybe we'll get somewhere. Maybe we'll get somewhere. But today it just felt like everything was moving in the opposite direction and it's painful. It's painful. Um, another thing I highly recommend is going on Reddit any day of the fucking week and going through the 2X chromosomes subreddit. Um, I'll try to link it somewhere. Just go through that. If you are trying to get in touch with what it's like to be a woman, because I, I scroll through there and I try to like, lend, you know, advice wherever I can or wherever I feel comfortable. And sometimes I can't even go through it because it's just too much. You know, it's too much sometimes. And it it is a real glimpse of what's happening every day, everywhere. And it's it's important. I mean, it's important for us to give a shit about each other. Um, and you know, those the times that it's a real blow, it's a real blow to my fucking heart is when it feels like people I know care about me as a person, right? I know these people aren't like fuck Sarah or whatever. Can't extrapolate that to women everywhere and can't separate themselves from every situation. Separate yourself. It's not about you. Maybe something happens that you can't even imagine would happen. What then? You know, in the end, it all comes back to in terms of abortion in general, that there is no life yet outside of a female womb. It's impossible. So that has to weigh for something. And currently, it's not, I mean, it doesn't weigh much, unfortunately. And that is fucking heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I mean, if you think that you know, like you see these guys who they'll flip out if you say motherfucker, if you say fuck your mom or something like that, but can't extrapolate that. Do you get what I'm saying? You can't even extrapolate that. It's insane. It's insane to me. And I'm, it's exhausting. It really fucking pisses me off. Not to play devil's advocate or whatever, but I guess what I'm saying is for the problems that affect men mostly, right? I feel like, A, a lot of them are, are tied in very closely with just how our culture um, separates genders and assigns gender expectations and stuff like that. But 
I just want to reiterate that I'm not trying to negate your life experience. And I'm not trying to say whatever happens to women is your fault. But I do hold you responsible for the outdated opinions that you hold that actually impede on my life and women's lives. It impedes on our ability to move freely in this world. And, you know, I mean, an example that I even used on Facebook was like, well, if you don't pay child support, then you should have to get a vasectomy. It's like, well, no, because nobody's going to force you to do that. Like we haven't luckily really crossed that line into legislating people's bodies. You know, I guess aside from like, you can't be walking outside naked, right? But we haven't really, you know, passed the skin. And I would really advise against supporting anything for anybody that legislates you past your skin. I mean, in general, right? Whatever. That legislates your body. Where would it end then? I mean, is this really the kind of like interventions that we want? You can make a decision within your own family. You can figure out what to do within your own situation, but you need to have the options. You have to have the options or else nobody has options. It can't just be the option that you think would work for you if hypothetically you got some girl pregnant. You know, it's crazy. Anyway, um, I know this episode was pretty intense. It's an intense topic and I probably just rambled all over the place, but I just, I hope that at least for one person, it made sense or resonated a little bit. And I really hope that we can move past shit like this because there's so much more we got to do, people. There really is. We have to move past this petty shit that it's us against you. It is not. You know, we are free together or we are slaves together. That's it. There is no in-between. So stop arguing and start listening and start moving when you see things like this happening. Um, And speaking of that, You know, now is obviously a very important time to donate to Planned Parenthood. It's very important. Luckily, I think during, you know, the election season, they got a crazy amount of donations. I definitely signed up to be a monthly donor. So um, I think it's an important thing to do or for whatever, whatever your cause is, whatever is not your cause, but that you see happening that shouldn't be happening. Let's do something about it. And if you're not for it, then just, Get out of the way because it's, it's this whole back and forth debate is bullshit. I'm so done debating that this is actually happening. Um, yeah. And uh, for, for the women, you know, who are listening, um, I, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to know what's going on with you. I want you to reach out to me when and if you can. And let's talk about this because, you know, I think that there are ways that we can share, um, you know, strategies for how to like get messages across to people who it's important to get messages across. Because as much as like I get into these moods where I'm like, I'm not here to teach you about this shit and you should give a shit enough to learn. 
the thing is that we we need to because to say that it doesn't matter what these people what you know what guys think or what these people who are too conservative or whatever think is stupid because it is important what they think it is important it's important that we we try to shift the values that are already shifting but in ways that make it so that legislation can follow quickly behind. So for somebody who, you know, thinks on, on, such, a, on such a really micro and flawed and skewed level as to think that if I don't get a choice in what you say, then this and that, I mean, those people you have to assume are going and they're voting. They're voting. And they're voting with, I wouldn't, so we shouldn't. And we have to not only support each other and uplift each other, but at least try to make some, some dent in, in, in presenting the facts in a way that might enlighten somebody. We have to commit to be open and I don't know. Think of the greater good, I guess. God, I'm so deflated right now. It's crazy. It really is crazy. Because there is a part of me that's like, you know, you owe it to humanity to know this stuff. You owe it to us. You are part of this generation and you owe it to us to not just blindly follow what your parents told you or what, you know, you just gobbled down on Facebook. Dive into those issues deeper. And might as well throw this out there. If there's anybody who wants to come on the podcast, talk about men's rights or men's um, issues, I would love to have that conversation. I really would because I don't think we would disagree on anything. I really don't. I really don't because there is no you or me. It's you and me. That's cheesy as hell, but it's true. All right. Thank you for... Thank you to everybody who's listening and to the people who've already reached out to me um, from the previous episode. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you guys liked the first episode. I hope this one doesn't scare you off, but um, it really had to be done. And I am trying to work through my own like, you know, fiery reactions to stuff like this, but um, it's difficult. It's difficult. You know, I I have to manage like, really processing what it means on a personal level and then on a global level and then, you know, really being confronted with somebody who just could give a fuck about your well-being. So it's it's a hard pill to swallow. And um, But I did have great reactions as well. I, I, I have people that are very supportive. It, I guess life is weird that way. You know, you can have a hundred people say good job and one person say go fuck yourself and you, you can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad we can get through this together. Thank you for listening to me ramble. Again, if you want to talk about men's issues, I would love to have you on the podcast. Just shoot me an email and I will see you the next time I see you. Good night. Good night.